Here we go. It's open talk all the way to 9 o'clock. Uh, nothing's stopping you from dialing 866-391-1020. All right. Uh, let's go to the phones. And we'll start with Carol all the way in San Francisco. Carol, you're on KDK. Hi. Hi. This is Carol Ruth Silver from San Francisco. And I'm calling about the work that I'm doing and a lot of other people to try to help American uh, helpers in Afghanistan who are being persecuted by the Taliban uh, for the fact that they helped American non-government organizations like mine. I had a small school, a preschool, a Montessori preschool, in a home in Ghazni, Afghanistan, and the two teachers from that uh uh, school plus their families uh, are now uh, no longer in Ghazni, which is about uh, 60 miles from Kabul, but in Kabul trying to get visas to come to the United States because the Taliban are threatening to kill them. So the the bottom line for Americans is we're hearing a lot about the translators, about the S-1 uh, uh, the SIV visa people, but not enough about the other people who helped the Americans in Afghanistan, like my teachers, um, and who have applied for something called a P2 visa and, and a, uh, a petition called an I-131 petition for advanced humanitarian parole. So what do you want people to do, Carol? How many people? I said, what do you want people to do? Uh, I want people to be aware of the fact that there are these Afghans who ought to be allowed into the United States, and we are beginning to have a fundraiser for uh, for their needs, which are substantial as well as uh, 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 transportation. So I don't have the the website is not yet up. Um, if somebody is really interested, they could go to my uh, Wind of Hope Afghanistan dot net, which is the um, uh, which is the website for the school that I was working with uh, or that I I started in uh, Afghanistan. And Why did you go to all the way to Afghanistan to try to teach students there rather than helping the education system here in America? Well, I was trying to help the education system here in America. I was elected to the San Francisco Board of Supervisors and provided leadership there in trying to get African-American and uh, brown and Asian kids into the uh, elite uh, a gifted high, uh, high school called, uh, 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 gosh, I'm, I'm blanking, uh, but uh, I, I worked hard at trying to do those things there, but for the last 20 years, since 9-11, I've been trying to uh, help girls in particular, but girls well, and boys. Well, good luck uh, with it. I have, to take, I have to take this break. I wish you well with it. Uh, I really do. KDK Radio News Time, 534-866-391-1020 is the number. Let's go to the phones. David in San Francisco, you're on KDK. Oh, hi, Chris. Yeah, what are you developing, the San Francisco contingent out there? I did, yeah. I, sent her, uh, I, I 
tuned her into the show, and uh, yeah, she. I'm trying to think. It's been 20 years ago. She was on the board of supervisors, maybe a little longer. But uh, yeah, she's an old, uh, longtime politician out here in San Francisco. She was one of the early progressives, and uh, so uh, her work with. Uh, you know, developing schools uh, in Afghanistan was, in fact, she may, might have been one of the first peace contingents uh, to Afghanistan after 9-11, uh, you know, setting up, uh, she mentioned the Montessori school that got set up out there. But, uh, yeah, those teachers are in a dangerous way. The idea that, uh, you know, Western education being taught to, you know, the and the Taliban want to take it straight back to the hardest orthodoxy. So it's, uh, you know, it, it, they're in some real danger, almost like uh, Pol Pot in Cambodia. And uh, so I, you know, I tuned her into the, tuned her into the show. And uh, since you get at least four, four state listening area, uh, you know, it gets some coverage for those poor, uh, t- and she was telling me about the, uh, the, the visas that they go through, the translators have a kind of an easier time uh, to get an exit visa, but uh, a school teacher wouldn't necessarily, uh, you know, be as uh, as immediately needed, so to speak, or uh, highly prized, and uh, that's a real shame. It seems to me that what all the complaining the conservatives are doing about uh, not teaching Afghan women uh, and those kinds of things that uh, they would be joining with her to to help rescue these folks. Well, yeah, I remember there was a famous old uh, uh, philosopher, uh, Hippocrates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think they follow him. I'm not sure. Okay. <laughs> well, well, tell her next time she calls to make sure she has the website, okay? Yeah, we'll do. All right. You know, I was also interested in those Pandora papers. I, I mentioned it yesterday, but uh, since you've got Mitch McConnell in, within listening distance, I was going to razz him a little bit more. Uh, you know, the fact that the uh, the super rich have just been exposed with these Pandora papers, uh, you know, for where they're hiding their money and how they basically have no allegiance to any country. They'll steal the money of one country and hide it in another. And uh, you're not surprised by this, are you? Well, no. I mean, it goes all the way back. I mean, Alexander Dumas. You know, we start reading Count of Monte Cristo, or you know, the uh, twenty years after some of these other books that he wrote. Same thing, different day. Uh, Shakespeare, uh, Merchant of Venice. Uh, you know, the idea of pretending to be poor as a merchant and, uh, and pretending to be rich on the other side. But uh, what makes it worse is the currency speculators. As, as, these, uh, as these con artists, politicians, uh, ruin the economy of their, their countries, they force the currency to go into different kinds of fluctuations, which hurts, like, farmers. You know, farmers have got to live on the, in the real world. Uh, you know, real rain, real drought, real, uh, you know, hail and whatnot. And, and they have to live in the real world while these uh, skyscraper con artists get to uh, manipulate the money. And when the farmer came, you know, it comes time to harvest the crops, uh, the farmers have got to, uh, to deal with real money, but these guys, you know, manipulate the, uh, the value that they're going to get for those crops. So, you know, I, I just read an article this morning about uh, oats in the Midwest and how farmers are suffering 
uh, with the heat and the drought and uh, the price of breakfast cereals and everything else um, uh, are going up as a result of it. And the farmers are, are, as usual, as you say, caught in between. You know, they they have to deal with the real economics of the situation while these other money launderers are just, uh, you know, shaking out money here and there and it's not even real money sometimes unless it's in their pockets yeah that's it and and you know kentucky being a pretty much an agricultural state for for mitch mcconnell and his gop buddies to not believe in climate change global warming they were i i if i remember right hurricane ida caught the bottom of uh of uh, Kentucky, it sure hit Tennessee and West Virginia and into the Virginias and uh, and upwards there. So you know the the amount of damage that global warming is doing, uh, the topsoil loss, the uh, the erosion, all sorts of different problems are happening with farmers right now. And these guys are wasting America's time. They're wasting the world's time by by denying that global warming is happening. And it's it uh, they're they're doing it you know based upon uh, the polluters' uh, tax needs rather than uh, you know the farmers' tax needs. Well, I, I couldn't agree with you more. Well, Wizard of Oz was written about it. Yep. All right. Thanks, sir. Sure. Take care. You too. Uh, let's go to Ross and Braddock. Ross, you on Kitty K? Hey, boss. I um. First part of the show, I got up and started looking out my window at the sunshine here in the valley and looked up and I could see the Goodyear blimp, knowing why it was in town and I was looking at that, um, the circus of diversion earlier. But it was a nice view to look up and see that and the simplistic nature of floating around in the air, looking down at all of us as the San Francisco contention can reminded us that uh, there are a lot of folks that look down that have no care concern about the folks around them but what is it going to take as someone in the power structure do hear your show because you're on the right side of the, the coast of the power structure in this country what's it going to take another tragedy purely based on the lack of work on this country's infrastructure for them to actually come together and say, oh, you know what, we really do need to work on the bridges. No, I don't care how many tragedies. I mean, bridges are falling down. Um, was, the, was it Michigan or Wisconsin where that bridge fell down and killed a number of people? I reported to you all summer long about the bridge over the Mississippi River uh, separating my home state from Tennessee, Memphis from West Memphis, Arkansas. Um, that bridge was closed for months on end. Uh, it wouldn't have mattered if that bridge had fallen and fallen on barge traffic and killed people, truckers, uh, passengers, drivers, or anything else. Uh, these kind of catastrophes, catastrophes don't mean anything to, to, to our government leaders who are getting steak dinners bought to them by the bought for them by the lobbyists and all the rest so i i don't think that there's a, a catastrophe could happen and they go titch 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 and and business would proceed as usual let's go to anyanak in homewood anyanak you on kdk yo chris what's happening man how are you how are you all right look man i'm gonna tell you now i'm a little disappointed in you but we'll get to that please Okay. Okay. All right. But now we're talking about woeful ignorance. Now, um, woeful or willful? 
woeful. Did woeful. Say, or willful? Either, either, <laughs> either one. one. Okay. Either. All right. Yeah. I mean, like, they would, they would, it would apply. Now, you know, uh, we've had a scourge of heroin in this country, right? Right. And general attitude of a lot of people is, oh well, you're junkies. You know, they don't mean nothing. And let them, you know, uh, you know. Now, this, I'm going to quote you. You know that the, the appetite for drugs. That's why they're coming in. Yes. But that's not true. It's not true. They're pushing them drugs on us. You know, they, they, nobody's asking for drugs to come in here, with Chris Moore. Nobody's on a, <laughs> on a, on a request list saying that. It's a figure of speech, man. Don't get ridiculous. Come on. It is the appetite for drugs, whether they're pushing it on us or not. However you want to say it is okay with me. I'll accept I'll accept the way you phrase it, okay? But still, well, there is a demand for drugs, whether it's been pushed on us or not. There's a demand for drugs that fuels all this narco violence, and that's my point, man. Okay, so 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 then we say the demand on drugs is the reason why 13, 14, 16-year-olds are dying over overdoses of heroin? Are we saying the, that? The, the, the demand for drugs in this country, however you want to put it, you phrase it the way you want to. I don't even care. But it is the appetite for drugs in this country, whether it's forced on us, we're made to be junkies, or we want to be junk. I don't even care how you phrase it. That's what drives these people. Nobody sells this stuff uh, unless somebody uh, wants to buy it, okay? Okay, all right, all right, check this out, Chris Moore. That lady called earlier mm -hmm. about getting some Afghans from uh, bringing them to America, mm -hmm. all right? When you study this thing, you find out that the military was guarding poppies, opium plants, all right? Because we ask about the military, all right, what is the military doing in Afghanistan? What is the military doing? Nobody's saying anything. And just like right now, being that this little distribution network has been busted, I haven't heard one word. Let's get to Afghanistan. They were helping America. They were helping America. What were they helping Americans do? You know, I, you, you are said. saying the same thing that I have said, that – Ever since we went back in there after the, uh, trying to route the Taliban, uh, they uh, produced uh, zero uh, from drugs there. Uh, so whether you say it's the appetite or or the military was guarding it and letting it come in, however you put it, it, it is the 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 want for drugs in this country, and I don't care how you put it, uh, that that makes it uh, an, an economic enterprise that people are involved in, whether the army's involved in it, drug dealers I, involved in it, the United States government. I'm talking about the user, the junkie oh. part, the user. You know, I'm talking about that part. You know, I'm talking about the people who are now suffering because their 13, 14, 15-year-old got a hold of some heroin through peer pressure or whatever. Because, come on, who's who, who 13-year-old is looking for some heroin? All right? Well, so you just said that. peer pressure, so now you you on my side. You're saying somebody must have wanted it if it's peer pressure. Oh, Lord, Hamlet, you, you're trying to, this is, man, you know, this is disgusting, man. You know, you well, then be disgusted. Things. I don't I'm care. Talking, talking you got other things to do. Who are dealing with this because you I'm got military. other things to do I'm... than to argue with me. I'm sorry, ahead, you got other things to do than to argue with me. You can be disgusted as you want to. You have your opinion. I have mine. Okay, I'm, can I explain why I'm disgusted with that attitude there? It, it, it like doesn't say, matter you why you're disgusted with it. Okay, go ahead, Chris Moore. Go ahead. I'm done. Go ahead. You finish. Okay. 
right, I, this is for all of the people who have been affected by heroin, whether you wanted it or not, whether you had a demand for it or not. I'm saying all people, this, uh, this is an effect. You know, it's an emotional effect of this, of people that are still dealing with the, the after effects of finding somebody in their house with a needle in their arm and uh, you're dead. Okay, and then you know the people tell you they're trying to help. This is a tough situation, but it's been invasion of drugs on us because of our military. And, and, and I'm sick and of you, act, you you act as though I'm okay. saying people wanted to do this. That's not what I'm saying. It's a figure of speech. What you you're smarter than that to even accuse me of this kind of foolishness, don't man. Play, Chris Moore, don't play me like that. Please don't do that. Don't 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 patronize. Me. I'm sick of y'all. Y'all are making me sick. I'm going to go home and get my wife to rub my aching head. Nobody's patronizing you. It, it, believe it or not, we're, we're in agreement on, on this whole thing. Uh, it's just the way that I characterize it that you're so upset with. Uh, I am sure nobody asked to be a junkie. Nobody asked to be a ju junkie. Uh, and I am sure that there are devious people, whether it's in the United States government, the military, or anybody else, that allows the flow of drugs to come in here. We were talking about it yesterday. Bankers uh, uh, who are uh, washing some of that money, they're responsible too. And so I'm not saying that everybody wants a needle in their arm. What in the hell are you talking about? Boy, y'all kill me with this stuff. Good grief. Lord have mercy. Um, I'm getting a headache. I'm going to take a break early so I can just relax my brain. 866-391-1020. Uh, Do you all understand what I'm talking about? I'm not saying people want to inject this stuff in their arms. I know it was dumped in our communities. How many times have you and I had this discussion? Lord have mercy. Let's take this break. We'll come back.